The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Peyton Cole, skip pass over the right side, Eckhout for another three, it's good. Three for three from downtown and the leading scorer in the history of Amherst. Braden Eckhout has hit a couple of early three-pointers. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships at the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. It's up. It is bouncing around no good. And holding Eck out will grab his sixth rebound. Quickly to Tobenheim, three on four, but Adelung's open in the corner, and his three is good. Now back-to-back threes for Amherst. Six programs will hoist the state championship trophy today, and you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion, but first the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. It is time for continuing coverage of the 2016 Boys State High School Basketball Tournament as we get ready for the second session, the final session, of this high school winter sports season. It is D2, Class A, and C2 State Championship Boys Basketball action. With our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda on the New Tech C pregame show as the D2 final is up next. Between top-ranked Meade, the Raiders are 25-2 and two on the season against Humphrey St. Francis, who is also 25-2 and two on the season. In fact, they had started on a 20-game winning streak before running into a loss to Twin River and then being beaten by Meade in the sub-district final, and now they are here to play in the state championship game. Riverside is also kind of a part of this three-team circle. St. Francis beat Riverside with a three-pointer with three seconds to go yesterday, 40-39. to Meade had beaten Riverside in the district final, so Meade had really had the toughest district with all three of these, Meade beating St. Francis and Riverside to get here to the State High School Basketball Tournament. Glad to have you along with us. The Class A final will have Omaha South taking on Fremont. And then the C2 final, Hastings St. Cecilia tries to defend their state championship as they take on the upstart Knights of Elmwood Murdoch. Earlier today here at the state tournament, we started in Class D1 where Lord Central Catholic out of Nebraska City pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat the Cinderella story in Walt Hill by a score of 61-15. to Then in the second championship game, it was a lot of offense early, but in the end, Wahoo Newman was able to defeat Adams Central, making their first ever trip to the state championship game, 63-54. And in Class B, Gretna suffocated Scott's Bluff in the second half en route to a 52-33 victory. We'll take a look at what happened in the consolation games and also bring you the starting lineups right after this. 
You know Motor Car Engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddie in Grand Island. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Of course, also third-place games going on today. Three are in the books, and one is still going on, and it's in C1 where Columbus Scotus leads O'Neill 54-51 to late in the fourth quarter of that game. Earlier today in Class C2, Amherst finishes their season being clipped in overtime for the second straight night. Winnebago picks up a loose ball and scores with five seconds to go. Amherst's last attempt from about 30 feet was off the mark, and Winnebago beat Amherst 74-73 in overtime, a game where Winnebago was up by 14 early in the third quarter. Amherst went on a 23-2 run to take a five-point lead. Then Winnebago ran off six in a row, and it was tight the rest of the way. Amherst will end their season at 27-2, but what a run Amherst had this week. 81-78 over Ainsworth, losing in overtime last night to St. Cecilia and losing in overtime today to Winnebago. Also in consolation action today in D1, it was High Plains over Bruning Davenport Shickley, 39-36. And in D2, Riverside picked up the consolation win over Parkview Christian of Lincoln, by a score of 68 to 49. So those are some of the scores here on ESPN Radio. And don't forget our games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. And, of course, the UNK men play Fort Hayes State tonight at approximately 8 o'clock in the first round of the NCAA tournament up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and the Division II National Wrestling Championships will be wrapping up tonight as well up in Sioux Falls. We'll take a look at the starting lineups here momentarily, and again, you're listening to the State Basketball Tournament brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and in Sutton. Now, the Big Ten Basketball Tournament going on today. The first semifinal went to Purdue as they eliminated Michigan, and Michigan State was leading Maryland at last check in the second semifinal. Tomorrow, Selection Sunday, and we'll have wall-to-wall coverage with the championship games, the Big Ten Championship, and then Selection Sunday will be right here on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And, of course, we will have wall-to-wall coverage of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, starting with the play-in games or the first round on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the field of 64 will be in place for opening round action on Thursday, Friday, the field of 32 on Saturday and Sunday, and all the way to the national championship on the first Monday in April. It is Humphrey St. Francis and Meade getting ready for the D2 State Championship. We'll look at the starting lineups next. 
I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, medical oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. Let's take a look now at the stunning lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Humphrey St. Francis is your visitor here today, and they will go with number 12, a 5-foot, 10-inch senior, Kyle Wemhoff. Number 14, a 5-foot, 10-inch senior, Damian Baumgart. Number 22, 6-foot junior, Carson Wiedner. Number 40, 6-foot senior, Noah McPhillips. And number 42, 6'2 junior Cole Wemhoff. The head coach is Eric Kessler, assisted by Dan Wiener and Bryce Eisenminger. St. Francis is now 25-2 here on the wild card because they lost to the Mead Raiders, who will have the same starting lineup throughout this state tournament. We had a chance to see them play Giltner in the opening round. Tristan Hoover is a 6'1-inch senior. He wears number 10. Number 12 is a 5'10-inch senior, Alex Quinn. Number 32, 5'10 inch junior, Tim Hughes, Timothy Hughes. Number 34, 6'1 inch senior, Daniel Lisey. And number 44, 6'4 junior, Dylan Taylor. The head coach is PJ Quinn, assisted by Randy Siski and Darwin DeVry. They are 25 and 2 on the season, defeating Bancroft, Rosalie, and Humphrey St. Francis in the sub districts, Riverside in the district final. For these two teams here at the D2 State Tournament, Meade defeated Giltner 66 35 and defeated Parkview Christian. 46 to 36 for St. Francis. They defeated Crawford 67 to 24 and Riverside 40 to 39. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with the start of the D2 State Championship game on ESPN Radio right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. An update in the C1 consolation game deep into the fourth quarter. Columbus SCOTUS leads O'Neill by a score of 60-55. to Look a little bit more at these two teams. For Meade, very balanced, but really a great defensive basketball club. Tristan Hoover, 12 points. Alex Quinn, 11 points. And Dylan Tyler Taylor averages 11 points per basketball game. For St. Francis, they have Damian Baumgart at 17 and Cole Wemhoff at 13. Kyle Wemhoff right behind him at 10 points per basketball game. Three seniors, two juniors in the starting lineup for Humphrey St. Francis. St. Francis was the runner-up here last year, of course, in Class D2. They have been to the state tournament 23 times. They have been the runner-up six times. They have been the state champion six times, most recently all the way back in 2006 in D1 when they were a winner over Axtell. For Meade, this is their 22nd trip to the state championship. Meade has never lost in the state finals. They are a perfect 4-0, but... Three of those were before 1935. The only other time they've been in the state tournament championship game was back in 2009 when they came away with the title. And coincidentally, that was the last time that they were here. So Humphrey St. Francis, obviously, with all kinds of pedigree, football, basketball, track, whatever you want to talk about, they're good. And Meade trying to knock them off here again tonight. The ball is in the air, and we are underway. Humphrey St. Francis will win the opening tip. Their losses to Twin River and Meade, both of Meade's losses coming to Johnson County Central. Ball is tipped and it goes out of bounds and will stay with St. Francis here to begin our D2 state championship game on KXPN Kearney. KICS Hastings, the state championships are brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And the Raiders of Meade will come out and play man-to-man defense here against the Flyers of St. Francis. Driving into the paint, pulling up is Widener. He decides to kick it back out top to Cole Wemhoff. Got a little weave going here up top to Kyle Wemhoff. And Kyle will back out. First time through, nowhere to go. Good defense by the Meade Raiders. And that will be the key here. Can St. Francis, it's probably not a matter of scoring. Can St. Francis doesn't score a ton of points. Can they play good enough defense to keep Meade close in this game? Down on the block, Cole Wemhoff spins right into Taylor. He makes him pass it back out front to Baumgart, who hits the first shot of the game. It took 45 seconds, but St. Francis got a shot up and converted 2-0 Flyers here in the first quarter of play. They'll go with a zone trap. It's broken, and Taylor has an easy layup, and we are tied at two. Took him a while to get it to half court, but then two passes and a layup after that. 2-2, a minute in. With it is Wemhoff. Cole works his way on the left block against Taylor. That should be a great matchup between those two. Running down the baseline is Carson Widener. They hand it to him. Then they try to throw it out on the wing to Kyle Wemhoff, and it's over his head and out of bounds. Turnover here for St. Francis. 
Meade came into the state tournament on a seven-game winning streak. So with the two here at state, they've won nine in a row since falling to Johnson County Central, 59-32. to They also fell by two to them in the opening game of the year. And as Meade attacks the paint, we're going to get a blocking foul called on St. Francis and two free throws coming up. The foul will be on Kyle Wemhoff. That is the first of the game. And at the line to shoot two is going to be Timothy Hughes. Hughes really can handle the ball from what we saw in Thursday's state tournament opener. Free throws up and short. He didn't shoot the ball much. That's not what they ask him to do. They ask him to play defense and to handle the basketball, and he did that superbly throughout most of the season. Also three senior starters and two juniors for Meade, so very similar in that standpoint. Hughes' second free throw is good, and Meade has their first lead of the game at 3-2 after the Flyers hit their opening shot. Walking the ball up the floor will be Damian Baumgart. Swing it over to the left wing to Widener. Rotate it up top to McPhillips. Now they get it down to the block to Cole Wemhoff. He uses his dribble up, needs some help now. Has to lob it up top to McPhillips. Swings it over to the left wing to Baumgart. 6.20 to go first quarter, 3-2, Meade. Very patient and deliberate here by the Flyers. They've scored and they've turned it over. Wemhoff on the right elbow. Faces the bucket, takes it at Taylor. Now backs away. Picks his dribble up and back out top. And the Meade fans applauding again the great defense here by the Raiders. Would not be surprised. In fact, I think it's almost a guarantee the first one to 40 today is probably going to win a state title as the ball is deflected away. And St. Francis will save it. It would have been out of bounds on Meade, but Wemhoff saves it from Cole to Kyle. He drives right side of the key, dishes it off, and the drive by Baumgart won't go. So a long, long possession, and that time St. Francis came out empty-handed, and Lisey will get the rebound. Raiders will bring it into the front court, looking for an extension of their lead. Skip pass right side, ball faked by Hoover. Hoover dumps it into the corner. Now skip pass all the way to the top of the zone, driving in, shooting and drawing the foul as Quinn. Foul called, shot will not go. Quinn will go to the line. It's going to be on Noah McPhillips, his first and the team's second. Five and a half to go here in the first quarter. Of course, for the folks back home, all of the Quinn kids uh, are Nate Steinman uh, from down there in the Cambridge Republican Valley area, longtime uh, board of director from the Nebraska School Activities Association uh, representing that region. And uh, PJ is son-in-law, Alex and Josh, among those that he's here to watch today. First free throw, no good. The second one is too strong, and Pickworth, who just checked in, Tries to keep it alive, and it's out of bounds off St. Francis. Riley Jaros checked in, and knocking it off of him was Zach Pickworth. Pickworth can hit the three, and they may be looking to him right away here on the inbound. Meade ball underneath their own hoop. And they'll lob it all the way out to midcourt. Trying to contest it was Kyle Wemhoff, but it's grabbed there by Hoover. Hoover back out between the circles to Josh Quinn, who has checked in. Meade used about an eight-man rotation when we saw him Thursday. Now Pickworth in the corner. 16-footer is good. And Zach Pickworth, the junior, knocks it down. 5-2. to two. Meade on top. And it's stolen away, trying to get it to Wemhoff. And it's Dylan Taylor to get the steal. Off to Quinn. Josh with a left-hand dribble, trying to stay out of the trap. 1-3-1 zone here by St. Francis. And at the top, Baumgart knocks the ball away. And they call Meade for over and back. That ball looked like it had clearly been tipped. But I don't know if they said that Meade kind of swept the ball away and called that possession. So maybe the sweep of the ball away is why we got the over and back. 
And for me, that will be their first turnover of the game. So St. Francis with the basketball trailing 5-2 to two after hitting the first bucket of the game. They've now went two and a half minutes silent. But not that uh, Meade has done a whole lot either. They'll try a three in the corner. It's good. Baumgart hits it. And Baumgart has all five. We're tied 5-5. Five, five. Four and a half to go here in the first quarter of the D2 State Championship game. Rematch of the sub-district final between these teams. As they work it around this zone, good ball movement up top. They'll get it into the hands of Quinn. Down on the block, Pickworth ran into the double team. Kicks it out to Hoover. Tristan for three. It is good. 8-5 Meade. 4-15 to go in the first quarter. St. Francis will shuffle up the floor quickly with Baumgart. Sings it out on the wing here. Pierce Eisenminger is in. So as we mentioned at that last break, both teams went two or three deep on their bench just to get everybody involved in this first quarter. St. Francis up top. Baumgart looked at the three, handed his face Josh Quinn, and Josh swatted him too many times. He kept poking at the basketball and finally slapped him on the arm. That'll be the first foul of the game on the Mead Raiders. State tournament action brought to you by Glenwood Telephone, helping to make Hastings a one-gig city. And we have got a timeout on the floor, the television timeout with 3.55 to go in the first quarter. Mead 8, Humphrey St. Francis 5 here on ESPN Radio. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Every farmer knows that maximizing yield is even more critical when prices are low, and this year poses that very situation. The Aurora Cooperative has many products and the services you need to create ideal soil fertility and plant health to optimize your yields. As you plan your spring planting and soil health management, be sure to include R2G products such as Evito and Prolock in your AgPro 924-3 starter and attain an incline from V5 through maturity. The Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. Back at Pinnacle Bank Arena, out of the television timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. 3.55 to go here in the first quarter. It is Meade 8 and Humphrey St. Francis 5. In the final consolation game of the day in C1, it is Columbus Scotus 61, O'Neill 55. That is a final in Class C1. Earlier in C2, Winnebago hits a late shot to defeat Amherst in overtime, 74-73. High Plains and Riverside, the other third-place winners today. Here's St. Francis with the basketball. Tried to get it into Cole Wemhoff. Got it, dropped it. Now he hits the side of the board of the way up. Ends up in the hands of Josh Quinn. Quinn doesn't know there's anybody behind him, and pick at his pocket is going to be Kyle Wemhoff. Now Wemhoff sprints the other way, doesn't have numbers, peels it out, gives it off to Baumgart. Damien to the left baseline, leaner, blocked and taken away by Alex Quinn. And up and down the floor we go with a couple of nice defensive plays on each end. With it in the left-hand corner, Hughes drives baseline, runs over defender, a charge. He was just going to dish it off, and he ran right over the top of Damien Baumgart. First foul on Timothy Hughes. So as expected, defense prevalent here in the first quarter of this basketball game. Most of the games today have gotten off to quick starts offensively, 
and uh, slowed down a little bit. C1 never really slowed down, but uh, the other two, Class B and Class D1, did somewhat. Still 8-5 in favor of the Raiders of Meade. And here's an illegal screen on Cole Wemoff coming all the way out to the three-point arc to try and get Kyle open, which he did, but the official right in front of him couldn't miss that one. And the Raiders will go back to the starting lineup. Tristan Hoover and Dylan Taylor are back in here for Meade. Still 8-5 to five here. Humphrey St. Francis has turned it over four times here in the last four minutes. Not an average they want to keep, so turnovers and buckets is what's going on there. Not a lot of misses from the Flyers. They've had long possessions, and if you don't get a shot, eventually you're going to turn it over. There's no other motive or no other option. You either shoot or you turn it over. Here's a backdoor lob that's going to result in a foul, trying to set up the alley-oop layup to Tristan Hoover. He's going to go to the line. This is the fourth foul of the game's first quarter here on St. Francis. And Meade has been to the line three of the four times, but they've only converted on one of the first four free throws. Tristan Hoover will go to the line for the first time. He's hit a three-pointer already, and this free throw rattles around off the glass and no good. And for St. Francis, Carson Widener. Setting on eight to five for quite some time. Neither team has scored since the 419 mark. Second free throw is good. So that makes it 9-5. to five, A four-point lead now by the Raiders. Only Damian Baumgart has been able to score for St. Francis. He dribbles the ball at the top of the circle, then swings it over to Eisenmenger. Back up top, they'll go to Riley Jarrows. Back cut, nice shot, up and in for Carson Widener on the assist from Jarrows. And it's 9-7, Meade by 2. 2.25 to go here in quarter number one. D2 State Championship on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hughes against this zone. The top of that 1-3-1, St. Francis, whoever's been up there, and now it's Eisenmenger, is just all over the man with the basketball. And here's a steal made by Eisenmenger, trying to take it at Hughes. Jump stop, pulls up too strong. It's all blue underneath. Put back good by Wemhoff. Cole Wemhoff with the offensive rebound, and it's tied at nine with two minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Meade tried to run it up the floor in transition, but St. Francis got back. Hoover, left side of the key, dumps it into the corner. He'll find Lizey. Lizey will dribble out of there, bounce pass up top to Quinn. This time it's Josh. P.J. is on the bench getting a little bit of a breather. Josh on the right wing, good crossover dribble, brings it into the paint. Everybody's taller than him, so he'll go to the wing. Three-pointer Hoover is over everything, and the rebound grabbed by Cole Wemhoff. And the Flyers have a chance to take the lead back. They'll lob it underneath, reverse layup. Jarrows stuck on the rim, no good. Rebound, Taylor. Taylor outlet pass Quinn. Quinn down the lane, avoids the defender, Baumgart, and missed the layup. He switched hands, went to his offhand. It rolled off the rim, no good. St. Francis dribbles it off their knee and out of bounds, but a reach-in foul going to be called on Meade. So all of a sudden, the tempo really picked up. It's like we had a six-minute fuse, and when it got to two minutes, bam, the fireworks went off, mostly for St. Francis. Here comes Nolan Cush in for St. Francis. Cush and Eisenmenger taking it out is Widener. Also in there is Jarrows and Baumgart. So St. Francis trying to utilize their depth here. And they didn't get it in. Five-second count. Always that last outlet is at the top of the key, and it was too late. Turnover, Humphrey St. Francis. And that will be their fifth turnover here of the basketball game. 
9-9, a minute 12 to go in the first quarter of a competitive D2 state tournament game. Championship on the line here. Meade looking for their second title in the modern era. Up top with it for the Raiders is going to be Hughes. Back pass to Quinn. Alex gets it on the right wing to Hoover. 55 seconds to go. Back to Hughes, left corner. Just trying to find somebody to pass it to. Does, gets it to Quinn on the left elbow. Back up top, Hoover, right wing. Here's an open look at a three. Taylor, around and out, no good. Rebound to Jarrows. So the Raiders stuck on nine. They haven't scored a bucket in four minutes. And now St. Francis looks like they'll play for the last shot to take the lead, a high one four. Baumgart dishes it off left wing, driving and traveling is going to be Nolan Cush. He thought he had the room to take it to the baseline and then realized he didn't. Pickworth now to throw it in, and the Raiders could get the last shot here of the quarter. 25 seconds to go. And trying to bring it up will be the tandem of Quinn and Hughes. Quinn to get across the timeline and give it to Hughes. Eisenminger on him. Back over to Quinn. 13 seconds to go. Still 26, 27 feet away from the hoop. Down to eight. Over to Hughes on the left side of the key. Dribbles to the high post. Needs some help. Wrap around. Long three by Quinn isn't close. And that's the end of the first quarter of play in the 2016 D2 Boys State Basketball Championship game. It is Mead 9. Humphrey St. Francis 9 on ESPN Radio. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting. Start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Carney, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Well, our producer, Engineer Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda back at Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln. As always, a big thank you to the folks with the Nebraska School Activities Association for their assistance. And, of course, our many great sponsors that allow us to bring you the championship games in football and girls and boys basketball, the only radio station in the state that brings you all of the championships. St. Francis and Meade, 9-9 to go to the second quarter. Meade has not hit a bucket in the last 419 and in fact, the last point they had was a free throw. And so only one point in that 419. Yet neither team has shot the ball that bad. St. Francis 44%, Meade 43%. With it up top, Hughes as Meade gets the ball to start the second quarter, trying to break the drought. Hoover lobs it back door. It's well defended. Wemhoff knocked it away. Taylor couldn't get it. Out of bounds to Meade. For St. Francis, five points for Damian Baumgart. Two for Widener and Cole Wemhoff. And for Meade, four for Tristan Hoover. Turnovers, six in that first quarter for St. Francis, four for Meade. Free throw shooting. St. Francis has not been there. Meade, two of six. Three-point shooting, one of four for Meade, one of one for St. Francis. 
Now Meade starting to get very deliberate. And it's going to be that kind of a ball game, I believe. Taylor with it up top to Quinn. The original five starters in there. Hughes tries to draw the double team, but against that zone, that's just making sure they trap you, and then eventually it's thrown away for an over and back. That's the second over and back violation on Meade here already in the game. And again, the defense is good, but at some point you got to pull the trigger, and that's why both teams have committed a few turnovers here to start the basketball game. St. Francis hit the first bucket of the game. That's been their only lead. And with it is Baumgart. Damien kicks it up top. Wemhoff for three. It is no good by Kyle. And on the rebound, we've got an over-the-back foul called on the Raiders. So St. Francis will continue to keep possession. And the foul on Meade is on Tristan Hoover. That'll be his first. And the team fouls are now even at four apiece. St. Francis throws it into Wemhoff, gives it right back in the left-hand corner to Baumgart, drives into the paint, rattles in and out, no good. Cole got the rebound, and he's fouled again. Two free throws coming up. St. Francis doing a good job of hitting the boards here. They've doubled up Meade. And I think once they add that, that's nine boards to four. The foul is on Lisey, his first. And Wemhoff will go to the line to shoot a pair. The first one on the way, and it is good. Third point now for Cole Wemhoff on his first free throw attempt. Already has four boards. And now back in is going to be Zach Pickworth for Meade. Young man to keep your eye on in this game off the bench. Second free throw is also good for Wemhoff. So Cole hits them both. And the Flyers are back up on a 6-0 run, 11-9. Hughes as they spread the offense because the defense comes right after him. Meade would like to think this favors them, but St. Francis' defense has been incredible. Hoover into the paint, kicks it out of the wing. Quinn for three, just a tad strong. Offensive rebound, Hoover had it for a minute, but it falls into the hands of Carson Widener, who will scoop it off to Kyle Wemhoff, and he'll bring it up. Half-court offense here for the Flyers, now leading 11-9, six and a half to go in the second quarter of the D2 championship game. Wemhoff to Widener. McPhillips got open on the low block left side. He was so open that he put it up too strong. I think he was excited to have a chance to take a shot. He's not going to shoot many of them. And Lizey got the rebound, brought it into the front court. For McPhillips, he only averages three points and two boards a game. With it is Lizey. Meade on an incredibly long drought here for the number one team in the state. They have went nearly seven minutes without a bucket. Trying to change it is going to be Quinn. He'll drive right side, find the glass, and score. Alex Quinn breaks that straight. A uh, drought of six minutes plus, and we are tied at 11. 5.45 to go here in the first half. At halftime, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll update the scores. We'll give you a look at the first half stats and preview what's still to come in our final two championship games. As championship Saturday continues, Wemhoff on the right block. Cole kicks it out, and a three-pointer on the way is no good by Widener. Offensive rebound, McPhillips hands it off to Kyle Wemhoff. Trying to find his way into the paint. A lot of folks in the way. He'll throw up a scoop shot. No good. And we've got another foul. And this time, the foul is on Meade. And it's on Zach Pickworth. That'll be his first. And the foul's now starting to pile up a little bit on the Raiders. I believe the first three of the game were all on St. Francis. They've only had one since compared to six for Meade. Inbound underneath their own bucket. Try to get a three away in the right-hand corner, but 
Baumgart is well covered here by Quinn, who tries to back him down, and we're going to get a travel called on Humphrey St. Francis's Damian Baumgart. Great defense that time by Alex Quinn. Sub coming in for St. Francis is Pierce Heisenminger. State basketball action here on KXPN Kearney. KICS Hastings is brought to you by Glenwood Telephone, now delivering fiber to Hastings. 11-11, five minutes to go. Second quarter between Meade and St. Francis. Into the left-hand corner, Hoover, one dribble. Looking for Hughes. Ball is hit. And instead of a kickball, we got a foul on the Flyers. Humphrey St. Francis foul will be on number 22, Carson Widener. First foul, fifth team foul. And all of a sudden, St. Francis has dropped from 44% to 28% shooting in the game. Still 44% for the Raiders because they're just not getting many shots. Trapped in the corner is Hughes. Hughes needs some help. Just throws it up top. Bad place to throw it. Stolen away. Trying to go to the other end. The layup is too strong by Carson Widener. And out of bounds to Meade. He had a defender on his tip, and he was running so hard that he put it up too strong. You'll see that a lot of times when you've got all that momentum behind you. It's hard to lay it up softly. And it's still 11-all despite another Meade turnover. Four and a half to go in a half. Here's a three-pointer by Quinn off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound to Widener. And Carson will hand it off to Baumgart. Between the circles, Baumgart, stutter dribble, right wing. Now gives it off into the corner for Eisenminger. Up top, Wemhoff. Lobs it back over to Eisenminger. Pierce dribbles it up to the top of the circle. Get it to the high post, faking the handoff of the curl screen as Cole Wemhoff. Now he's got to get out of the paint. Finally does. You can hear the Meade crowd getting anxious over there. Another long possession here for the St. Francis Flyers. So Widener just puts his head down and drives, and he's going to draw the foul. Carson Widener to go to the line and shoot two. The foul is on Dylan Taylor, his first. St. Francis has went three minutes without scoring. Each team only two points in the quarter, and the free throw is good. 3.54 to go in the second quarter. The Flyers with three points. The Raiders with two. Lisey's back in for Meade, as is Josh Quinn. Alex Quinn stays in. So does Hoover and Taylor. Second free throw now is short by Widener. And the rebound brought down by Lisey. 12-11 St. Francis in a very defensive, deliberate D2 basketball championship game. As Meade spreads the floor, St. Francis wants to pound it inside. 1-3-1 continues here for St. Francis. Into the right-hand corner. Ball fake Hoover. Oh, he went right by two defenders and then threw it back out to midcourt. He had what he wanted, two defenders behind him but did not think to take it to the lane, and maybe nobody would be on him or somebody would be wide open to kick it to. Here is Quinn, a 15-footer, no good that time for Alex, getting the rebound and falling to the floor, Riley Jaros, but he's able to maintain possession. Neither team has used the timeout, but, you know, it's a close game. They're hoping they can figure it out a little bit on their own. Three minutes to go in the first half, 12-11. St. Francis, Baumgart working to the right wing, has five points into the paint, one-hand jump shot, no good. Ball is swatted out of bounds off of Meade. 
Back in for the Flyers will be Kyle Wemhoff and Cole Wemhoff. Staying out there will be Jaros, Eisenmenger, and Baumgart. 2.50 to go here in quarter number two. Looking for some offense like we were in the second half of the Class B game. And Gretna was about the only one that could muster any as they shut down Scott's Bluff 52-33. to Earlier today, it was Bishop Newman in C1 and Lord Central Catholic in D1, your state champions. St. Francis with a basketball here, working up the screen right side, didn't take the shot. And head coach Eric Kessler saw something down low for his team that they didn't get. And, oh, the ball gets knocked away. Two players end up on the floor and out of bounds. And landing on his tailbone is Damian Baumgart. He and Alex Quinn both went for the lob. The St. Francis fans are unhappy that there wasn't a foul called, and they're probably right. Both guys can't end up on the floor without something happening. And they're going to take a long look here at Baumgart. If you've ever lit on your tailbone, you know how painful that is. Our injury report is brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. 2.25 to go in the first half of the D2 final. It's St. Francis 12, Mead 11. We'll be right back. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, Damian Baumgart will walk off to the floor with a little bit of a limp. We'll see if he plays the rest of the half. 2.25 to go here in the second quarter. It's 12-11, to 9-9 at the end of the first quarter, so the Flyers have outscored the Raiders 3-2. to That's more of a hockey type of score here in the second quarter slash period. Speaking of hockey, of course, the Storm home tonight, trying to bounce back from a loss to Team USA yesterday, a team you don't want to lose to. It's more of an exhibition than anything else, but they were defeated last night. Mead again works it around the perimeter, takes a three in the left-hand corner. Hoover can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Cole Wemhoff. Long outlet pass, but Eisenminger wasn't looking. And it just sailed out of bounds. It was a good idea by Kyle Wemhoff, but if the receiver isn't looking, it doesn't matter how good the throw is, and out of bounds it goes. St. Francis with their eighth turnover of the game. Mead has six St. Francis now down to 25% shooting in the game. Mead going to get fouled here by Eisenmenger. Dribbling, dribbling, crossover there for Josh Quinn. He lost the ball. Eisenmenger tried to take a poke at it, and then Quinn got it back, and he fouled him. Pickworth back in for Mead. And Taylor, who has really been a non-factor in this game, two points, one rebound, is going to check out. He was big the first two days. 
But, of course, Wemhoff and him can kind of negate each other. Jarrow's in there, gives a good one-two punch here for the taller St. Francis front line. Mead hasn't hit a bucket in a long, long time. 5.55 in this quarter. So they've went four and a half minutes without even scoring. And they just continue to work it around this 1-3-1. The only bucket they had, they just drove on it and took the shot. And they haven't done that since. And that was by Quinn. Quinn's got it now on the left wing. Gets it down to the baseline to Lisey. Skip pass over to Hoover. They got a two-on-one. He'll run right into the defender. Ooh, what a blocking foul called on Riley Jarrows. And two free throws are going to be coming up. That's a 50-50 bang-bang. Everybody has their opinion. Wemhoff looked really good, and then here in the finals they showed the replay, and then the Nate Newhouse walks by, so everything's good. We got that going for us. As the free throw is up and in, Meade finally scores a point, 12-12. That's the amazing thing. They went almost five minutes without scoring, and it's tied, 12-12. I said the first to 40, we may have to reevaluate that at halftime. Second free throw, Hoover, no good. Rebound tipped around, and Cole Wemhoff will get the rebound. He'll give it off to Baumgart. Baumgart gets it to the front court, takes it right side, knocked away by Quinn, ball on the floor. It's loose. Wemhoff, nice play by him, but now he's trapped. He'll throw it over the top to Eisenminger. Eisenminger attacks left over Lisey, too strong, no good. Pulled down Jarrows, back up, no good. He's fouled. Riley will go to the line and shoot two. Riley Jarrows, six foot four inch sophomore. And the foul is going to be on Lisey. That is his second. He and Josh Quinn each have two. The free throw on the way, and it is good. Cole Wemhoff. Seven rebounds already in this game as St. Francis continues to dominate the board. Second free throw, no good. The big ones are the offensive second and third chance points. 13 to 12, St. Francis. We're down to 35 seconds to go here. And Meade's going to hold the ball. They have both teams. I, I get the holding the ball, but when you haven't scored and you haven't had good looks, you're going to end up rushing it here at the end. Let's see what Meade does. This will determine who has the lead at halftime. With it is Josh Quinn. Back over to the right wing. Quinn has it looking for the play call. They get it with six seconds to go. They're still at midcourt with Hoover. He'll take the 15-footer. It's no good. Rebound put back up at the horn by Hughes is good. And it will count. And Meade will take the lead into the halftime locker room of our D2 state championship game. That's usually the only way Hughes will score is a layup, and he does right there. So, not a lot of points, but they'll get that crowd charged up with the lead at halftime. It is Meade 14, Humphrey St. Francis 13, and remember I just went and watched a 74-73 Winnebago-Amherst overtime game. So we'll talk about all the games that have went on. This one, as expected, even a lower scoring defensive contest than what we figured. We'll take a break and be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. 
a geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Billy Thompson. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Check them out in your local yellow pages. The D2 State Championship game. It is Meade on top with a bucket there and a putback at the buzzer by Timothy Hughes. Only 14-13 to 13 over Humphrey St. Francis. And we will take a look at the first half numbers here for you in a little bit. But first, let's catch you up to date on what has happened so far at the state basketball tournament today. Our first game in D1 saw Lord Central Catholic out of Nebraska City win their first ever state championship, defeating Walt Hill 61-50. to 50. And in the third place game, High Plains got a little bit of revenge against brooding Davenport Shickley winning 39-36. to 36. Then in Class C-1, kind of the same story. Close throughout until Newman had enough of a lead there in the fourth quarter and had to make free throws, and they did. 63-54 over Adam Central. Adam Central was as close as four points with a couple of minutes to go, but could get no closer. Newman 63-54. to 54. Adam Central on Thursday won their first ever state tournament game, then beat SCOTUS yesterday. And SCOTUS went on to win the third-place game today over O'Neill, 61-55. to And in the Class B championship game, Gretna was a winner over Scotts Bluff, 52-33, to holding Scotts Bluff to 11 points in the second half of that contest. Gretna, who had uh, had battles with Scott throughout the year, I expect they'll be 1-2 when the final rankings come out. Uh, Scott's Bluff had beaten Aurora yesterday. There is no consolation game, of course, in Class B. So there are still two championship games to go. Also in Class A, Omaha South will be taking on Fremont. That's our next game. And finally in D2 or in uh, C2 tonight, it will be Hastings St. Cecilia taking on Elmwood Murdoch here on ESPN and on 1230 KHAS. In the C2 consolation game today, it was a dandy Winnebago able to score in the last five seconds to defeat Amherst in overtime, 74-73. All three games for Amherst went down to the final possession in regulation. They won uh, over Ainsworth 81-78 Thursday and then lost in overtime to St. Cecilia and Winnebago. In the D2 consolation game earlier today, it was Riverside 68 and Lincoln Park View Christian 49. Here in the D2 championship game at the half, it's Meade 14 and Humphrey St. Francis 13. We'll be back with the stats and a whole lot more right after this on ESPN Radio. 
Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Halftime of the D2 Boys State Championship game. More like a football score, 14-13 here at the half as Meade leads Humphrey St. Francis. Again, coming up next, the Class A final between Omaha South and Fremont. Now, they were the one and three seeds. Fremont able to knock off Omaha Creighton Prep last night in overtime, 71-68. They were down 12 at the half, came back and got the win. So Fremont, they're going to have a ton of people here for that game. And Omaha South has been ranked number one all year long. Of course, the only loss that Omaha South has came at the Heartland Hoops Classic to uh, Overland Aurora, Colorado. Aurora out of Overland, Colorado, 59-55. to Fremont's two losses this year came to Lincoln East and to uh, Norfolk. And they were thumped by Norfolk, a tough place to play, 81-51, to but have looked pretty good here. Omaha South was challenged in the first half on uh, Friday where they were trailing to Papillion by one, but then they really turned it around and won by 25, 67 to 42. So South has had a couple of halves this year that haven't went their way, but they can really bury you in a hurry, and that'll be coming up next. Then finally tonight, it's the Class C2 game, and I'll tell you what, so many people have been talking about the C2 field, and it surprised with one finalist maybe, Uh, A lot of people believed Winnebago would be there. Uh, Not a lot of folks uh, knew much about Elmwood Murdoch, but the Knights, who won the state championship back in 2008, are back here for the first time since 2009, and they come in with a record of 24-4. and Their losses to Johnson County Central, who beat Meade twice, Syracuse, Meade, and Louisville. So Elmwood Murdoch, but they just looked so, so good in really destroying Southern Valley, who we saw up close and personal earlier this year. And they took it to Southern Valley on a Thursday night in the first round by a score of 61-40. to 40. And then they will be taking on uh, their semifinal win last night. Don't want to say they shot lights out, but, boy, they hit all the big shots in a 54-49 win over Winnebago. And, of course, for Hastings St. Cecilia, they're the defending champ. They were ranked preseason number one. And then they got off to a very... Rough start, and obviously one of the reasons is they played the number one and number two teams in C1 on the opening weekend, lost by three to SCOTUS, lost by two to Bishop Newman, who earlier today won the C1 state championship. Then they lost to a very powerful Beatrice team in the holiday tournament. Their only other loss came in overtime to Columbus SCOTUS in the conference tournament championship. So St. Cecilia playing probably a little bit tougher schedule than Elwood Murdoch, a lot of C1 and a couple of Bs sprinkled in there as well. But St. Cecilia had to survive last night uh, after winning against Battle Creek. 
48 to 36. Didn't really put that away until early in the fourth quarter. And then last night, they just couldn't put Amherst away, and the Broncos had a chance to win it in regulation, but it went to overtime, and St. Cecilia was able to pick up the 53-47 victory last night over Amherst. Here it is, halftime of the D2 championship. 14-13, Meade leads Humphrey St. Francis, and we'll look at the halftime numbers in one minute. I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor, and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Landing Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, Medical Oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lining Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug Duda back with you here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Let's take a look at the numbers we have in the first half of our D2 State Championship game. First off for the Flyers of Humphrey St. Francis, Damian Baumgart has five points, Carson Widener, three points and two rebounds. Noah McPhillips has a rebound. Cole Wemhoff, four points, seven rebounds. And then you come down to Riley Jaros. He has one point and five rebounds. Seven offensive rebounds, 10 defensive rebounds for St. Francis. They had nine points in the first quarter, just four in the second. And at the half, 13 points, 17 rebounds, four out of six at the free throw line. One of three from three-point land. Nine turnovers. And when you take a look at the foul situation, Kyle Wemhoff, the only player that has two. For the Mead Raiders, Tristan Hoover, five points. Two points and two rebounds for Alex Quinn. Timothy Hughes has three points and two rebounds. Dan Lisey has three rebounds. Dylan Taylor, two points and a rebound. Josh Quinn, a rebound. And Zach Pickworth has two points. Nine points in the first quarter, five in the second at the half for Meade, 14 points, nine rebounds, just three out of eight at the free throw line, one of seven from three-point land, one block shot which belonged to Alex Quinn, and six turnovers for the Raiders. Meade shot 42%, three of seven of the first quarter, two of seven of the second quarter. They're five of 14 in the game for 36% and just 37% from the charity stripe for Humphrey St. Francis, They were 44% in the first quarter. They were 0 of 8 in the second quarter of play. And they are 4 of 17 for just 23% and only trail by one here at the half because they were able to make four free throws for all of their points in the second quarter. So the Flyers got to find something out here for the second half, but they have to be pleased. This is more the St. Francis tempo than it would be the Meade Temple. We talked about it at the beginning of the game. We know Meade's defense is going to be great, but can St. Francis play great enough or good enough defense to keep Meade in a low-scoring game? And so far, they have. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report 
For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. You know motor car engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddie in Grand Island. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. So where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information that will help get the most out of every acre? It's easy, Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. The great Seeds to Success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Craig Weeches. Not a lot of points, so sometimes there's not a lot of shots, which allow for a lot of rebounds. But Meade should not be getting dominated on the boards 2-1 to one like they are right now. Uh, they can match up in there with Lizy and Taylor and uh, Tristan Hoover. St. Francis is just a scotch taller across the board, but not significant. 6'2", six, 6'0", six foot, 6'0", six foot, six foot. So the, uh, they're going to have to shore up their rebounding a little bit more here, will the Meade Raiders. And they've got to figure out this 1-3-1 one, one zone my opinion, they're standing around a little too much. Too many passes, which lead to turnovers. And when they do shoot it, they will just drive at that 1-3-1. They've got to make up their mind when it is time to just attack that zone defense. For Humphrey St. Francis, well, 0 of 8 in the second quarter from the field. Can't do that again. They're trying to get it down low to Cole Wemhoff, and that would seem to be where we could get some excitement here today is against that Mead man-to-man, get it down on the block, and see what Lizy and Taylor can do defensively. And those are your seeds to success for the second half, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed representative. College basketball going on all over the place today in the Big East Championship at the half, Seton Hall 40 and Villanova 29. In the Big 12 Championship, Kansas and West Virginia 11-11 with 12 minutes to go in the first half of play. From earlier today... Some of the games of significance, Michigan State holds on to beat Maryland in the Big Ten semifinals, 64-61, to so they'll play Purdue tomorrow afternoon right here on ESPN Radio. In the Big East, or SEC, Kentucky rallied to beat Georgia 93-80. to Connecticut in the AAC beat Temple 77-62. to Purdue beat Michigan in the Big Ten semi 76-59. Texas A&M against the best player, Ben Simmons, 71-38 A&M shuts him down earlier today. We're ready to get this second half underway, and it will be Humphrey St. Francis basketball here in the D2 State Championship game on ESPN Radio. Meade 14, St. Francis 13. St. Francis will drive in, take an off-balance jumper. Kyle Wemhoff is able to hit it. There was a collision in the paint. 
And after that collision, he was able to shot, put it up with the right hand, and the Flyers lead it 15-14. to Wemhoff, that was his first bucket of the game. And now Meade again works it around the perimeter here, still staying in the 1-3-1 St. Francis. Sometimes you'll see him change up. And Hoover trying to make some room, called for the push-off. And there's a foul and a turnover here to Humphrey St. Francis. 15-14. The Flyers, not many Flyers around. Franklin right down the road from us, but that's about it. St. Francis with a number of state tournament appearances, but they have not won it since 06. Here's a three-pointer. Bomber on the right side. Baumgart no good. Ball slapped around. And it's right back in the hands of Wemhoff. Kyle leans and scores. So after not scoring from the field in the second quarter, back-to-back buckets here for St. Francis to take a three-point lead, their largest of the game, 17-14, a minute into the second half. So a good start for the Flyers here. Two buckets, and they force a turnover. Now Meade to Hughes. Hughes dribbles to the top of the circle, kicks it over the left wing. There's absolutely nothing down low. Hughes now, here's the drive against the zone. He'll put it up. It rattles in and out. No good. Rebound, Kyle Wemhoff. Wemhoff pushes it down the middle of the floor, ditches it off on the right wing. Baumgart fakes the three, drives on Lisey. A lot of contact, no whistle. Shot, no good. Ball comes out to Hoover. Outlet to Lisey. He can't handle it out of bounds. Turnover, Meade. Neither team has used a timeout in this basketball game. Keep that in mind as we get a little bit deeper into this contest. Six and a half to go in the third quarter. St. Francis 17, Meade 14. So Meade trying to get out and go here because they have noticed that that half court is not working for them. But again, a rematch of the sub-district final, so the teams know each other a little bit. With it is Damian Baumgart just kind of dribbling in place, waiting for the play call. Now they get it moving to Kyle Wemhoff. Off the screen, he's got both buckets to uh, get things going here. Shot on the wing is no good. Rebound brought down by Quinn. Alex will take it across the timeline. Hustle with the right-hand dribble. Has to stop as the ball crawls up on his hip. Into the corner to Taylor. They have got to get Taylor involved. The only time he touches the ball is outside the arc. That's not where your 6'4 junior should be. They try to trap Hughes. Picks his dribble up to Lisey. And so far in the first couple of possessions, I haven't seen any kind of a change here by Meade. They're going the wrong way from the basket. Here's a three-pointer on the way. No good. Offensive rebound. Hoover back up and in, and he's fouled. A chance at a three-point play. I truly believe if Meade takes it at this 1-3-1, I mean, they could have shot that three-pointer any time. Pass, 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 pass. And then they finally shoot a three-pointer that they could have had any time in the possession. They get the offensive put back and a second chance opportunity here as the foul called on the Raiders. It goes on Kyle Wemhoff, and that is his third personal foul. So he is going to set down for a little bit after getting the first two buckets here of this quarter. Free throw now, Hoover on the way, and it is good. 17-17, 5.20 to go here in quarter. Number three, see if this just gets a little something going. This crowd wants some energy, and the Meade fan now coming to their feet on the right side after a nice play. Baumgart swings it over the left wing to Widener. Carson pass knocked out of bounds by Hoover. Again, our state champion so far today, 
Nebraska City Lords in D1, Bishop Newman in C1, and then in Class B, Gretna. Still to come, Class A, Omaha South, Fremont, and C2, St. Cecilia. We'll take on Elmwood Murdoch as the skip pass is stolen away, and Hoover will sprint to the other end and lay it up and in. Five straight for Tristan Hoover, and Meade takes the lead back, 19-17. Quickly to the front court, Widener. Back to the trailer, Baumgart. One there, so he'll back it out. 2-3 zone look here for Meade. So they got out of the man even. Hoover went for another steal, couldn't get it cleanly. It goes out of bounds off of the Raiders. And checking into the ball game will be Hughes and Lisey after a short break. Coming out, Taylor, along with Alex Quinn. It'll be St. Francis ball underneath their own hoop. Four and a half to go. Inbounds pass deflected away. Wemhoff got it. Cole knocked away again. Fight for it on the baseline. And Meade finally is able to pick it up with Josh Quinn. Scoops it back to Hughes into the front court to Hoover. Wemhoff got in his way, and he'll have to kick it back and retry it. With it is Josh Quinn between the circles to Hughes, unguarded, takes it right into the lane, has it knocked away, off his leg, and out of bounds. A clean strip there by Cole Wemhoff. 4-11 to go. 19-17. Your score in this third quarter. Meade leading the Flyers of Humphrey St. Francis. And not very many points, as you can hear, so far here in the state tournament final. St. Francis with the ball on the right baseline. Wemhoff lobs it back out top to Baumgart. Ball fake right side. Little stuttle dribble. Got Hughes in the air. Tried to draw the foul. He didn't get the official to blow the whistle. Shot no good. Rebound Quinn up to Hughes. One-on-one. He'll drive. He'll score. Timothy Hughes lays it up and lays it in. 21-17, 21-17, Meade and Humphrey St. Francis will take their first timeout of the game. It's a 7-0 run by the Raiders of Meade with 3.38 to go in quarter number three. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. We've had some dandies in D2 in recent years. We've had a couple of double overtime games. Last year, Exeter Milligan beat Bancroft Rosalie in double overtime. Three years ago, why not beat Spalding Spalding Academy in double overtime? And, of course, the epic Giltner finishes the two years before that in 2011 and 2012. Actually, three of the last four D2 finals have went not one but two overtimes. 
The fewest points ever scored in a final was right before that in 2010 when Ewing beat Hampton 41-33, to a total of 74 points. Right now we've got 38. We're halfway there, and there's only 11 and a half minutes to go in regulation. St. Francis has not scored in three and a half minutes. They're one of their last five, and they're not going to score. Well, the ball deflected. They're not going to score here. Picked up by Elize. Outlet pass into the front court. Hughes and a hand check foul going to be called on Kyle Wemhoff. 320 to go in the third. Mead 21. Humphrey St. Francis 17. St. Francis the D1 runner-up last year in an exciting 64-61 game with High Plains. Two years ago, High Plains was the runner-up in D2. But St. Francis trying to get things going here again. Short little spurts, but Meade has the ball. Meade's biggest lead has been four. They could take it up to six or seven with a bucket here. They'll get it over to Quinn. Alex holds the ball left side of the key. Back between the circles, they'll come. Kick it over to Hughes. Back to Quinn. Doesn't want the three. Hughes will take the two dribbles into Wemhoff. Back in the corner. Pickworth will shoot a three. It's no good. Rebound. It's an offensive rebound brought down by Quinn. And he throws one up off balance. No good. Good job in there to hold his ground. Carson Widener, the rebound to Cole Wemhoff. Wemhoff now with eight boards in the game. And Kyle Wemhoff earlier picked up his fourth personal foul, so that's why he is down for the Flyers. Two and a half to go. Here is a three-point bucket up and in by Carson Widener. Widener knocks it down for St. Francis and breaks a drought of about five minutes again. And for Widener so far, he has now got six points in the game on his second bucket. Also has a free throw in that three-pointer. 21-20. A game like this, a three-pointer that is made really resonates. Four-point lead down to one. Pickworth with it. Back out of the wing to Hughes. Between the circles, they'll go to Josh Quinn. Over on the right wing and backing away will be Alex Quinn. Back to Josh. Just trying to be patient and find the opening. Find the shot that they want. Holding on to it is Hughes. Still holding. Now gets it over to Quinn. And again, Meade. I don't know. I don't know, folks. When they're aggressive, they're good. This is not aggressive. Lizy in the right-hand corner, and he stepped. He didn't step out. They're going to call a timeout. As head coach P.J. Quinn saw some struggles here with 125 to go in the third quarter of play. It is Meade 21 and Humphrey St. Francis 20. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom-fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. State High School basketball tournament action is brought to you on ESPN 1460 and 1550 by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 125 to go in the third quarter of play of the D2 final. It is 21-20. Meade leads Humphrey St. Francis on a 
Record low scoring pace right here. Timothy Hughes with a basketball. Again, the last time was 50 to 39, so there wasn't a shootout there either. With it is Taylor in the right hand corner. Wemoff bodied up on him. Wanted a foul, but remember, a foul is when there's an advantage. Just because you touch somebody, it's not a foul. And now we've got to travel. So there you go. We were talking about it a lot earlier. You can't hold the ball for a minute, you will turn it over. And that's exactly what happened to Meade right there. 12 turnovers for St. Francis, 10 for Meade. And St. Francis dribbles the ball in the center circle. Baumgart, nobody covering him because it's a 2-3 zone. Minute to go. St. Francis doesn't appear to be holding for a shot. They will run some sort of offense here. Eisenmenger in, has it on the left wing. Into the corner they go. To Widener, starts to drive, dribbles it off his foot. The ball's loose. We'll get a jump ball. And the arrow will point the way of Meade. So a turnover here for St. Francis. 21-20 Meade. They went on a 7-0 run. The most exciting thing that's happened offensively in this game was that 7-0 run. It was 14-13 at halftime Meade. And then the Flyers got the first four points to go up 17-14. Seven in a row for Meade. But now they've went over three minutes without scoring. And it looks like we have a Malfunction over here. The officials want to uh, wipe down a spot on the floor with some perspiration. And while we do that, we remind you that earlier today, the winners of their state championships started in D1 with Nebraska City Lords, then in C1, Bishop Newman out of Wahoo and Gretna in Class B. Coming up next, Omaha South in Fremont in the A final, and then the C2 final. Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Elmwood Murdoch. And it looks like we might have some blood over there as well with all this. So they're taking a look at Riley Jarrows. And what they might have to do about cleaning up something on his leg. Might have got scratched. Might have scratched, might have scratched himself even more trying to step through the chairs over there to get behind the table. Finally, we're ready to go with 34 seconds to go. Meade will inbound it to midcourt. And Tristan Hoover will give it off to Alex Quinn. Center circle. They're just going to play keep away and take the last shot here, they hope, of quarter number three. And take the lead into the fourth quarter of the state championship, albeit one point, 21-20. Can they get one more to go? Just holding it. We're down to 10 seconds. Hoover still holding it with eight. Finally starts to go to Taylor. Back out top, they'll go to Hughes. Off the screen, a three-pointer on the way. No good by Hoover. Rebound brought down by McPhillips. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. Each team scored seven points. So just like at half, Meade has a one-point lead going into the fourth quarter of our D2 State Championship game. Meade 21, Humphrey St. Francis 20 here on ESPN. Every farmer knows that maximizing yield is even more critical when prices are low, and this year poses that very situation. The Aurora Cooperative has many products and the services you need to create ideal soil fertility and plant health to optimize your yields. As you plan your spring planting and soil health management, be sure to include R2G products such as Evito and Prolock in your AgPro 924-3 starter and attain an incline from V5 through maturity. The Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. 
Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. With our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, Doug Duda back with you here at Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. We go to the fourth quarter of the D2 State Championship game. Meade, 21, and Humphrey St. Francis, 20. And on pace to be the lowest-scoring D2 final and maybe one of the lowest-scoring finals of any class of all time. But whoever wins, it's not going to care. They just want to win, whether it's 21-20 or 79-78. We're ready to go. St. Francis will get the basketball. They are led in scoring by Carson Widener with 6-5 for Baumgarten. Those were the first five of the game. And 10 points for Tristan Hoover. Leads Meade. St. Francis with the ball. Down by one. Looking to get the early lead here in the fourth quarter. Out to Baumgart. The Raiders are back in the zone. Both teams have been playing zone here in the second half. Baumgart over to Eisenminger. He's open. 15-footer left corner. No good. Rebound brought down by Alex Quinn. In that third quarter of play, St. Francis shot 43% after not making any of their eight shots in the second quarter. 37% for Meade. Meade shooting 36% and St. Francis 29% for the game. Down to the baseline to Lisey. In the middle, there's Taylor. He leans. He's fouled. There's a big collision down low. The blocking foul will be called on Carson Widener. And at the line will be Dylan Taylor. He averages 11 points per ball game. And so far today, he's got two. And he shot it twice. Your 6'4 post player. Chance to add to the Meade lead here in the first minute of the fourth quarter. The free throw is on the way, and it is good. 22-20. And here comes Jarrows in for McPhillips for Humphrey St. Francis. Damian Baumgart for St. Francis got the first five. Hadn't scored again. He averages 17 a game. Cole Wemhoff has an average of 13 a game. He's got four tonight. Both free throws good here for Dylan Taylor. And the Raiders are up by a score of 23 to 20. 7-15 to go in a game. St. Francis rotates it around the perimeter to Eisenmenger. Right wing uses his dribble up. Wraparound pass to the baseline. Wemhoff lost it out of bounds to Meade. And that will be turnover number 14 on St. Francis. 10 so far on Meade. Three-point field goals. Meade has tried a few, but they're just one of 10 in this game, which obviously just a couple of those makes a huge difference. 23 to 20. The Raiders lead it a minute into the fourth quarter of play. Continuing to spread the floor against this 1-3-1 zone of St. Francis which has been up to the task, but it's all going to come down to who can have that lead in the last two minutes and we start shooting free throws. And again, I'm not trying to make fun of what they're doing out here, but I do not understand what the Raiders are doing. They look to pass at half court instead of go forward more than they do looking at the hoop. They look at each other and they throw it backwards. They look at each other and they throw it backwards. This is not what we saw, obviously, when it worked to perfection against Giltner on Thursday. Hughes in the corner. Now Hoover, 4-3. It's good. 
and that's the biggest lead of the game for either team. 26 to 20, Meade leading with six minutes to go here in the game. Quickly at the other end, Wemhoff drives. He swatted away from behind. What a save by Jaros to Baumgart for three. No good. And the rebound brought down by Hoover. Stolen away right underneath the hoop. Wemhoff scores and draws the foul. What a big, big play. Our Usarikare moment of the game right there because if the Raiders get the ball and score and go up eight or nine, that could be plenty in this game. Instead, Cole Wemhoff hangs in there. Gets the steal after a couple of misses, and he's got a chance at a three-point play. Brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And the free throw is up, and it is in. So it's 26-23. Meade with the lead, has the ball. 5.40 to go in this D2 championship game. Yes, this is the fourth quarter, not the second. Hughes with it to the high post. Ball was kicked. And so it will be Meade ball right here in front of the scores table or the media table, scores table on the other side, media table here. Meade will throw it all the way into the backcourt. That'll allow him to use some time bringing the ball up the floor here with Hughes. Trying to get something happening defensively is Damian Baumgart. They even bring Cole Wemhoff out to try and trap, but Meade is able to find all the angles, all the gaps in this zone defense, at least to pass. Hoover, baseline, right side, takes another jumper. This from 10, it's no good. Rebound Kyle Wemhoff with the four fouls. He sprints up the floor. Numbers aren't there, can't get inside, so now he dribbles out, fires it back into Wemhoff, and Cole scores. Kyle to Cole, and it looked like it was about to be over, and now it's a one-point game again. Meade had the ball in a six-point lead. Now it's a one-point game, 26-25. Taylor, Hoover wide open in the lane. He'll lay it up and in. We haven't seen many of those all afternoon long. Tristan Hoover, now he doesn't get back defensively and fouls Widener on the shot. He couldn't find his man. He was sprinting to the other end. He couldn't find Widener. And by the time he did, it was a foul. And that'll be his fourth personal foul. So Wemhoff four for St. Francis, Hoover four for Meade. And the free throw on the way by Widener is good. 4.41 to go. It is Meade 28, Humphrey St. Francis 26. Don't forget at the end of the game, it is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Tristan Hoover, who has a game-high 15 points, will check out now. And the second free throw is also good. The Raiders to throw it in. Now a one-point lead again at 28-27. Quinn just gets to midcourt, doesn't cross, gets it to Lisey, who throws it across. It's knocked away from behind by Kyle Wemhoff. To Baumgart, drives, circus shot, draws the foul on Lisey, and St. Francis can take the lead with two free throws. The foul on Lisey. Will be his third. Four fouls on Meade, three on St. Francis at the moment. And the free throw, first of two, Baumgart good, and we are tied at 28. Both teams have four timeouts remaining. The next jump ball will belong to Meade. 28 28. Humphrey St. Francis with a quick little spurt here. 
An 8-2 run over the last 90 seconds. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. And St. Francis has the lead for the first time since 17-14. It's 29-28 St. Francis. St. Francis with a basketball. Able to get some points generated here in the fourth quarter. Now Hoover back in with the four fouls for Meade. He's trapped, gets it over to Hughes. Swings it over to Taylor outside the arc. Back to Hoover into the corner. Baseline open. Quinn drives. Eight-foot runner, no good. Taylor tries to put back, no good. Out of bounds to St. Francis. Humphrey St. Francis by one. And now they have the ball. Biggest lead of the game for the Flyers has been two, three points. And that was at 17 to 14 early in the third quarter of play. Then the Raiders went on a 7-0 run. 29-28 off a couple of screens. Widener gets it all the way to the right block. Puts it off glass. No good. Taylor gets the rebound. And he's fouled. While falling to the floor, it was Carson Widener reaching out and grabbing the leg. For Carson Widener, that will be his third foul. And Meade to take it out. Trailing 29-28 for the first time here in the fourth quarter of play. Trying to join Nebraska City Lords, Bishop Newman, and Gretna as state champions today. Still to come, Class A, Omaha South and Fremont next, and then St. Cecilia and Elwin Murdoch at around 8.45. Mead basketball, three and a half to go, front court, top of the key, Hughes. Dribbles right, bounce pass, knocked away, off of Wemhoff, and as soon as Hoover picks it up, we get a timeout on the floor. Timeout by Mead, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score. 29-28, Humphrey St. Francis, 3.27 to go here on ESPN. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. 3.27 to go in this D2 state championship game. It is Humphrey St. Francis 29 and Meade 28. Getting the record for fewest points in a D2 state championship game, 74. Right now we're setting at 57. We did get some points here in the first four minutes of this fourth quarter. Meade with the basketball. Down by one out of the Raider timeout. So across the timeline will be Timothy Hughes. Gives it off to Quinn over to Hoover into the corner to Pickworth. Pickworth pass knocked away. Steal made by Kyle Webhoff. He's on the run out three on two. Bounce pass to the trailer. Cole Webhoff and he'll lay it up and in. And it's 31 to 28. Humphrey St. Francis 
They are on an 11-2 run. At the other end, driving in Quinn. He'll put it up against the grain. No good. Rebound, Jarrows. An 11-2 run here by the Flyers. That was sparked when Wemhoff made that steal underneath the hoop and scored and drew the foul. That steal underneath the hoop has turned this game around for St. Francis. 2.40 to go, and now Baumgart drives the baseline, dishes it off. The short layup, though, missed by Wemhoff. Got it back, scored. And St. Francis now with their biggest lead of the game. 33-28, 2.20 to go. Hughes to Hoover, a three-pointer in transition. It's an air ball. Kyle Wemhoff got the rebound. Mead now needs something big to happen with their defense. St. Francis just about dropped it off their hand there with Baumgart. Trouble dribbling the basketball. Finally just stops. And then he might have walked, but before that, a timeout. That's a good timeout by Coach Kessler. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 2.05 remains in the D2 State Championship game. Humphrey St. Francis has the ball and a 33-28 lead over Meade here on ESPN. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Doug Duda back with you in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth with 2.05 to go. In the fourth quarter of our D2 State Championship game, Humphrey St. Francis is on a 13-2 run here in the fourth quarter of play. They scored 20 points total in the first three. They've got 13 in six minutes here and the ball. 33-28 St. Francis. Trying to play a little keep away here. Zone trap, hand check. Both teams have fouls to give. And the foul will be called on Meade's uh, Josh Quinn. That's team foul number five. His third. St. Francis will throw it in again from midcourt. And wide open on the inbounds is Riley Jarrows. Get it back over to Baumgart. A minute 45 to go. Meade's got to make a decision. Are they going to come out and foul? If not, they got to get out of this zone most likely. With it is Kyle Wemhoff. Meade wanted to travel, didn't get it. Back up top to Baumgart. Minute 35 to go. Meade trying to force a turnover here. Again, they have one more foul to give. And the ball knocked away. Momentarily, still loose. We're going to get a jump ball eventually. St. Francis was trying to call a timeout, but they didn't have possession of the basketball. It is Meade ball. So good patience by Meade. Don't foul. Just try and play defense. And it worked. So it'll be Meade ball at midcourt. Here comes Pickworth and Taylor in. That gives them a good inside-out option. Pickworth not afraid to shoot the basketball, especially beyond the arc. But he has just one bucket today. 120 is all that's left 
33-28, Humphrey St. Francis leads Meade. With it, Quinn, both of them are in, Alex and Josh. Now to Hoover, back up top to Alex, into the corner to Pickworth. One dribble, back to Josh. Long possession here, up front trying to flop his Baumgart, no call to Quinn, over to Pickworth, a three with a minute to go is all net. 33-31, Humphrey St. Francis, and a timeout will be called by Meade. 33-31, St. Francis and Pickworth, as we said, big chance. And he knocks it down this time out. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Doug Duda with you here at Pinnacle Bank Arena on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Once again, although it's not a high-octane offensive game, the D2 final comes down to the final minute. We've had double overtime three of the last four years. Right now, 55 seconds to go in regulation. 33-31 St. Francis. They have the ball. They get it in, and Wemhoff will push the ball up the floor. Lisey trying to track him down. Gets it back out to Baumgart. There's a foul. That's only the sixth foul on Meade. So St. Francis will have to take it out on the side with 47 seconds to go. 33-34, 33-31, Humphrey St. Francis. When we're done, the New West postgame show, and then Class A, Omaha South taking on Fremont. And the inbounds pass. Looking, looking, Widener. On a big back curl, they get it into Baumgart. That's who they want to have it. He's dribbling around time. Five-second count is on, and then a foul. They were about three on that five-second count, and just running out there and fouling him was Josh Quinn. And for Quinn, he has fouled out of the game. A double no-no. And that will bring us to a one-and-one situation here for St. Francis. Weeding score, Damian Baumgart at the line. He is two of two tonight. He has seven points. Substitutions coming in. In the Big 12 championship game at the half, West Virginia 34, Kansas 33. And now the front end of the one-and-one. Baumgart. Puts it up, and it is no good. Rebound brought down by Pickworth. Meade is down two, and they have the ball with 35 seconds to go. Two timeouts for Meade, three for St. Francis. And they throw it away. Meade throws it away in that little crescent moon that they have at the top of the circle. The bounce pass was right at the ankles of Alex Quinn, 
and nothing he could do but watch it roll into the backcourt. Even if he'd have got it, it would have been an over and back. Instead, it rolls out of bounds. A key, key turnover there for Meade. Now St. Francis to get it in. Looking, throws it deep into the backcourt. But as he does out of timeout, it'll be called by Coach Kessler. Each team will have two remaining. 28 seconds to go in the D2 State Championship game. Humphrey St. Francis has the ball and a 33-31 lead over Meade. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. The State High School Basketball Tournament is brought to you in part on ESPN Radio by Glenwood Telephone. Be sure to rent their space. The Glenwood Business Center has a spot for you in downtown Hastings. Well, we've got one more trophy to hand out here before heading on to Class A and then Class C2, and that's our D2 State Championship trophy. Will it go to Meade or will it go to Humphrey St. Francis? The Flyers have the ball and a 33-31 lead with just 28 seconds remaining in our championship game. Meade had just got the ball off a missed free throw but turned it over before they even really got into their offensive set. Meade's only losses, both to Johnson County Central. Meade beat Humphrey St. Francis in the sub-district final 50-39, but St. Francis trying to utilize the wild card to their first title in a decade. They'll get it into Wemhoff. Cole holds it, and finally Lizey reaches in and slaps him on the wrist. Two seconds run off the clock. And at the line will be Cole Wemhoff. He's three of three at the line. St. Francis has 75% from the line, nine of 12. Cole is the leading scorer for St. Francis with 13 points. He's also got 10 rebounds in the double-double. For Meade, Hoover with 15 points. And Quinn with five rebounds. The one and one now for the junior Cole Wemhoff. Up and no good. Rebound brought down by Dylan Taylor. Same situation we had 10 seconds ago. Meade with the ball down by two. 20 seconds to go. Quinn, Alex, back out to Hughes. Almost dropped the ball. Back over to Hoover. 11 seconds. Hoover, they want him to have it. Over to Quinn, into the corner. Taylor, we're down to seven. Taylor drives. And we got a timeout. P.J. Quinn didn't want to use it, but he could see disaster about to happen. And so a timeout on the floor with five seconds to go. Meade has the ball down by two, a two to tie, a three to most likely win the state championship. St. Francis 33 and Meade 31. This timeout is brought to you by... Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. We're just going to keep it here at Pinnacle Bank Arena and see what happens. If we do not go to overtime, it will be the lowest scoring D2 championship game in history by 10 points right now. 33 to 31. Usually you break a record, it's by one or two points. Not today. Could be 10. And even if the Raiders would throw in a three, 
It would be 67. The record is 74. Still a timeout to use for Meade if they can't get it in here. And if they score, there's still timeouts to use here for St. Francis. They have two. Should there be a tie-up somewhere on the inbounds, the arrow does point the way of St. Francis. Also remember, St. Francis has two fouls to give. So as soon as Meade throws it in, they should foul. Let's see if they do. To throw it in will be Timothy Hughes. They need a bucket. Five seconds to go, and here we go for the D2 title. Hughes holds, looks inside, not there. Throws it in, the ball's knocked away, it's loose. You're going to get your jump ball. Two seconds to go. St. Francis ball. They tried to throw it into the paint to a congested area to Pickworth, and it just never got to Zach. St. Francis just needs to get it in. Looking, looking. They do to Kyle Wemhoff, and Humphrey St. Francis lost it out of bounds. There's still a second to go. Wemhoff touched it, and it went out of bounds just beyond midcourt. So now it will probably be a three. All the Flyers got to do is foul as soon as somebody touches it because time would run out. Now Meade wants to know if there should be more time on the clock. Meade wants to know if there should be more time on the clock or if the ball was indeed touched by Kyle Wemhoff. They all agree that it was. And so from midcourt, Meade to throw it in. Will Coach Quinn use his final timeout here? And they will. They will use their final timeout after a little bit of discussion. They've got 30 seconds to draw up the play that you keep in your vault for your entire life. Some kid is going to have a chance to win the state title right now. But again, Humphrey St. Francis could foul and eat a half a second off the clock. They may just grab a jersey before they even throw it in, as the Flyers have two fouls to give. Exactly one second to go. Humphrey St. Francis 33, Meade 31. A two, we go to overtime, but considering where they have to take the ball in at, you have to figure it's going to be a three-point shot. Tristan Hoover's been your leading scorer, and he's hit two of the team's three three pointers. Pickworth's the other one. I would think option one is Hoover, and option two is Pickworth. Let's see if they're both even in there. Pickworth is, and it's going to be the big guy, Dylan Taylor, to throw it in. Here we go. Taylor to throw it in off the screen. Pickworth, a three for the state championship is short, and Humphrey St. Francis has won it. 33-31, their first state championship since 2006. These Flyers were the runner-up in an epic D1 final with High Plains last year where they lost by three. Today, they win by two and avenge their sub-district final loss to the Meade Raiders. Meade will end the year at 25-3. Humphrey St. Francis will finish 26-2. And three of the first four titles, private schools. You know how that will go over once again. Meade was so close to winning this basketball game here today. And there is no doubt when the moment of the game was. We mentioned it a couple of times about the Osara Care moment of the game. Meade was up 26-20. St. Francis went down, missed. Offensive board missed. Meade rebound, and as they went to make the outlet pass, Cole Wemhoff stole it, took a step underneath the hoop, scored, and drew the foul. And in a low-scoring game, 
Instead of Meade having the ball up six, all of a sudden it was a three-point game. That's when St. Francis started their 13-2 run, went from 26-20 down to 33-28 up, and they never scored again. St. Francis never scored again, but that's all they needed. 33-31. The new West Post Game Show is coming your way on ESPN Radio right after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. You know motor car engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddy in Grand Island. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Your final score, Humphrey St. Francis 33 and Meade 31 in one of the lowest scoring finals in modern history. Uh, definitely, I believe, the lowest scoring final since we have went to the six classes. We're researching that right now. There have been some low-scoring games out there. Uh, C2 has had a couple of really low-scoring games in the past, but uh, this could be the lowest of all time. 69 in the C2 final back in uh, 2001, but we had just a total of 64 points here today in this championship. But as we said... St. Francis doesn't care. They got what they want, and that is the big trophy here today, and they deny Meade their first championship since 2009. They're handing out the Sportsmanship Awards. O'Neill wins C1, and Meade is going to win D2. We'll be back and take a look at the final numbers and wrap things up for our D2 championship right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. And again, just a quick scanning of the numerous championship games. The lowest scoring in recent 
memory would have been the 2001 Class A final where Lincoln East beat Columbus 36-35 and had 71 points. The next one that we can find is all the way back in 1943 when Lincoln High beat Omaha Benson 29-24. And so that would be 53. Here we have 64 points, but it might be the lowest scoring final in some 70-plus years. Humphrey St. Francis wins it 33-31. Let's look at the final numbers for Meade. They were led today by Tristan Hoover with 15 points, three rebounds. Alex Quinn, two points, five rebounds. Timothy Hughes, five points, two rebounds. Daniel Lisey had three rebounds. Dylan Taylor, four points, four rebounds. Josh Quinn, two rebounds. And Zach Pickworth, five points, one rebound. So in the basketball game here today, for Meade, they were able to score 14 points in the first half and 17 points in the second half. 31 points. They finished with 20 rebounds, 6 out of 11 at the free throw line, 3 of 14 from three-point land, 16 turnovers, two blocked shots, and Meade will end the season, as we said, with a record of 25-3. and three. And the first time they've ever lost in a state championship game now, three of those were in the 30s and before, but they were a winner in 2009. For the game, they were 11 of 31 from the field for 35%. For Humphrey St. Francis, Kyle Wemhoff, four points, three rebounds. Damian Baumgart, seven points. Carson Widener, eight points, two rebounds. Noah McPhillips, two rebounds. Cole Wemhoff, they got him more involved in the second half, 13 points, 10 rebounds. And Riley Jarrows, one point. Seven rebounds. For St. Francis, 13 points in the first half, 20 points in the second half, 33 points, 28 rebounds, 9 out of 13 from the free throw line, 2 of 7 from three-point land. They had 17 turnovers in the game and shot just 33%. They were 11 of 33 in the contest, including 0 of 8 back in the second quarter. Humphrey St. Francis wins the state championship it is the seventh in school history. It is the fifth in the modern era. And it is all in D1 in the modern era, winning in D1. So they win here today their first ever D2 state championship with a record of 26-2 and two and a 33-31 win over Meade, their first state title since 2006. They were the runner-up in 8, 9, and 15 in D1 and finally taste the thrill of victory once again. And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Four champions. They are in Class B, Gretna over Scotts Bluff, 52-33. In C1, Newman over Adams Central, 63-54. In D1, Nebraska City Lords over Walt Hill, 61-50. And here in D2, Humphrey St. Francis 33 and Meade 31. Our consolation games today, Riverside beat Parkview 68-49 in D2. High Plains over Bruning Davenport Shickley 39-36 in D1. Winnebago over Amherst 74-73 in overtime in C2. And Columbus Scotus over O'Neill 61-55. We're about 30 minutes away from tip-off of the Class A final. Omaha South and Fremont. We'll be back at about 6.45 with all the action 
here on ESPN Radio. For our producer engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda saying congratulations to Humphrey St. Francis, a 33-31 winner over Meade and your D2 state boys basketball champion. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.